What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Universal Dialogue Show. I'm your host, Chris Cypher73 Cabrera, and I have another guest. First and foremost, uh, it's my first show in the new year, so I want to wish everybody Happy New Year. I know we're like halfway through the month already, but I haven't seen y'all in, in a long time, so uh, probably three weeks, not a long time. But anyway, uh, this individual that I'm bringing on is a return guest. You know, I love my return guest. Made his first appearance in show number three. Check it out. Dope show. Um, he's an artist of many mediums. He's a rapper, producer, graph artist, fashion designer, etc. And overall, an awesome human being and has the stilo of a cyborg. He's Junkadelic Music's own. And my brother, welcome back. Lord Night Nah, I'm only kidding. <laughs> Q what's up, yo, my yo. dude? Yo, what's going on? What's going on? That's a dope mask, man. Thank you. Oh, you know what's dope though? I I was really trying to get the next one. So um my homeboy is making me an update, a new one. And it's gonna be super dope. And he's what else? and what's that? Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. Go, what was your question? What else can that mask do? Oh, so this one, I mean, like this one like can pop, it can pop like smoke out and shit. But the new one is um it's gonna be an update for 2024. It's almost like a it's a um Cause this is this is a mask from some like another character, but that I've done little modifications to it. But the new one is another character, but I'm taking it to the next level. I even wrote a character about it, um, but it's basically uh, it's like a imagine a black on black on black gunmetal with black Mac finish Iron Man mask where the bottom jaw comes off, and you can still see the bottom of my jaw just like this. So if I was like performing you can still see me performing but you can't see everything so and it's gonna be dope and he he was like he, he decided oh that looks really dope then let's just make you a whole suit so he's making me a whole suit so that's gonna be really sick it's gonna be who dope. is this dude do you want to shout him out uh no i mean like he's he's kind of on the it's funny he's really on the dl but i can tell you this when you're walking around in Disneyland, if you ever see a Darth Vader dude walking around who's hella tall, who actually looks like Darth Vader, that might just be him. Because he is actually, um, he's like certified to make movie, rep, movie accurate, exact one-to-one -one of like all the shit. He did it for Halloween this year for his uh, family. Like, I think his wife was Sabine Wren. His son was Boba Fett. His little baby son was uh, like a baby Darth Vader, and he was Darth Vader. Like, he's hella tall, just like Darth Vader, and like had the voice modulator and everything. He was fucking That's, dope. Was like, that sounds dope. I was like, God damn, I want a new mask. And he was like, well, what do you want? <clears throat> and I was like, wait, what? He was like, yeah. I was like, well, I kind of want an Iron Man mask, but my own, like, because I have this character that, like, you know, all the bullshit that happens in the world, like cops getting away with fucking people up and politicians getting away with doing shit and CEOs getting away with stealing money and, and like poisoning people across the planet. And like, you know what I mean? Like they'll have like a company that'll, they'll set up somewhere. They'll poison a, a whole, like a whole, a whole neighborhood and shit, a whole group of people. And then they'll be like, I don't know what happened. I, I just, I just don't know what went down. So like I had this idea of what if there was this character in the MCU that like throughout all the shit that's been going on through the MCU and the comic books has been like, who was who's, who's, who's like a fan of the shit um, has been cobbling together Iron Man pieces and other pieces of shit and decided to make his own suit. 
So it's kind of like an Iron Man suit, but it's a little more streak. And he goes after the cops that be killing people and getting away with it. He goes after the politicians who be fucking people up. He goes after the, you know what I mean? That'd be, I think that'd be a dope comic book because like it'd be like a TV MA. It'd be like a mature comic book talking about some real shit. But you know what I mean? But the person's still vulnerable. So, so you know, I just like, let me just make a new mask that kind of represents that because that's kind of how my music feels nowadays, you know? Word. And we're going to get into your music. Um, All right. So, so you can lose the mask. <laughs> so I yes. can see the, I can see yes. the grill. <laughs> yes. Ugh. So, my man, one Ugh. thing that I've noticed and other people, I'm pretty sure, notice that you look a little different. Let's talk about yeah why you look different <laughs> <laughs> let's call out the elephant in, in the, the room. room uh it's because i don't have locks anymore cut my hair yeah and what, what was the reason behind that because i know people that that's a part of who they are once they get those locks in it's been with them for years even if their hair falls out, they still try to <laughs> keep those locks. <laughs> yeah, but you you chose to get rid of them, which I'm pretty sure probably wasn't an easy thing to do. But what was the reason? So <laughs> don't start crying because nah, I'm gonna cry nah, too. I'm gonna nah, cry nah, too. If you cry. Nah, it was it was not. Nah, it was funny. It was um. I've been talking about it for like I want to say like I think a year and a half. I think a year a year and a half. I told, I told, I was, I was just like telling people like, yeah, I think I'm going to cut my hair. And they were like, oh no, they're like, no, don't cut your hair. And I'm, and I'm like, why not? Like, oh, that's you. That's who you are. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm thinking, no, it's not. That's just like, so that's, that's something that I've done to represent who I am for a long time. And it has, and for me, it has a deep connection. Cause like for me, my dreadlocks, my locks were like, um, connection to like my knowledge and like, and like what they almost like it's hard to explain. It, it I, I can I, tell you what you're trying to say. That you they've experienced the same things you've experienced. Exactly. That's what it is. That's what it is. And and so people would be like, and, and, and like it's like looking at a picture, right? Like when you look at a picture of yourself when you're 16 years old, that was you. That is that's not that's not you now. That was you. You know what I mean? So it's the same thing. So it's like I remember I was sitting there and I kept talking about it, kept talking about it. And then it was a Saturday morning. I was sitting in the studio drinking coffee <laughs> and I looked and over and I said, yeah, yeah, it's time. And I went and grabbed right here and grabbed some scissors and went, just reached down and felt where I needed to and just went snip. Snipped like one, put it down, and just kept on going. Took about like 45 minutes. It was kind of wild. 45 minutes. I was, I actually, at one point, I actually got bored. <laughs> I you got were going to stop? No, I, yeah, I did. I got mad, and then I was like, fuck, I can't actually stop because I'm already too deep in. <laughs> yeah, once you're deep in, man, that's it, man. You got to go keep going. out. I got to keep going. So it was, it was garbage. But hey, was dude, okay. is, do you have to blur the background? Would you, I can unblur it. Yeah, just unblur it. Let it let everybody see <laughs> where the madness happens. The the little bottle of champagne. My, em, my, my <laughs> empty, my empty, my empty ass fucking shit. My shit is empty right now. You know why it's empty? 
No, I mean, I I don't even remember it being. It was full at one time. I think you showed me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't have any. Okay, so I don't have any art on the wall yet and shit. Like it's like fucking. Look at that, man. It's like a, it's like a dungeon here right now. But it's I got art right here, and I got a bookshelf over here with a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I moved the whole room around because we had to. Right. I ripped the carpet out. So I got you. Yeah, it's tight. It's tight. I got you. Look at that. Look at my hair. Look it looks dope, shit. man. It looks dope. Look it looks au natural. I know. I haven't been like this. Like, what is it? Third, like 40, 30 something, 40 something years? 40 years? Yeah. For, for like, no, no. Like 35, 33, 35 years, man. Having locks. And this is it's weird not having them. Are you done with locks completely? No, I'm going to do them again. I'm probably going to. I mean, maybe. I've been, I, I keep saying I'm going to do them again. <laughs> <clears throat> But there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee. There's I no got guarantee. you, brother. So for for those who who may not have catched episode three and don't know who you are, just give me like a sort of brief uh, intro, and then we're just gonna karate chop kung fu Chuck Norris into the the album that you're about to drop. Okay. Um. Shit. All right. So June Icon last album uh, I put out. Was uh, actually, you know, the last album I put out was uh, with the Kinetic MCs. Uh, the last time we talked, that's I think I was working on. <clears throat> I was actually working on this album now called Amazing. I don't even think it had a name yet, but uh, I was working on Amazing. I think I was three songs deep, feeling really insecure about it, like a little bitch. And uh, but uh, from then on, just been working on that shit. And I think this whole time I've been working on that. Actually, and then what's funny is for me, um, it's hard to just work on uh, one album. So, uh, as an artist, I do like a lot of multimedia work um, and music for movies and TV and shit. So I end up getting inspired by what I'm working on at the same time. So uh, I did. I'm working on a short, a Star Wars short right now, and uh, and yeah, that's it's been. <clears throat> a lot of different a lot of different projects just kind of like coalescing all together which is really tight which makes me feel really good because i feel like i'm at i'm hitting this moment where i get to do what i really want to do so having this album be done feels really good it feels really good and i've been getting some good feedback too because it's hard it's hard to listen to your own shit when you're like this close to it you're this close to it you smell it and taste it. You wake up in the morning, it's in your fucking face. You breathing it in and shit. Like it's so, it's so in your face. So like when you do finally get to like have it done and step away and go, fuck, I'm done. It 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 feels good. So coming back to it now after being done, I'm pleasantly surprised. I'm not gonna lie, I'm pleasantly surprised. Are artists are their own worst critics. They're, they're always going to be their own worst critics. So that's true. That's true. It's natural. You, 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 you mind if I get a haritos real quick? Do what you got to do. You still haven't sent me my haritos, man. I know. I'm looking at the box. Right, <laughs> I'm actually looking at the box right here. I'm looking is at it, the box right here. Does it still have haritos in them? Did you take? Yes, it, it does. <laughs> no, yes, it does. I've got my own. I've got my own, and I'm trying to like figure out which one. Right, I'm gonna have. I know which one I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have. Mexican cola. Oh shit, that sounds Mexican awesome. cola. Oh, that's fire, man. Man, you West Coast dudes get all the ill shit. All right, dude. Mm. So you answered partially. Mm. I know. I'm smelling. No, like ask the question. Dude. No, no. Ask the question, anyways. Ask the question, anyways. I just 
I and <clears throat> just so you know, I I um I have a really super high sensitive sense of smell, and I love to smell my drinks and my food and shit because I can just smell what they're made of. It's like it's really oh man, I can't. It's hard to explain. You explained yeah. it, I think, in in the the last episode that you kind of you see colors when through sound when you when you interpret sound through colors and also yeah. smells like your senses are just heightened yeah they're kind of weird <clears throat> like i'll if like i'll like i'll be i can hear and feel certain things or i'll look at something and i can see the sounds popping off of it and i'm just like what the fuck is that and it's not always the same thing it's not like that comic booky weird shit like sometimes i don't even know what the fuck i'm looking at i think i'm tripping and then i'll figure it out like hours later like oh that's what i was looking at because something else will be similar so you know it's, it's fun and it's interesting interesting and makes you feel like you're insane sometimes because everybody thinks you're weird yeah misfit toys that's i, I feel like uh I've always been part of the Misfit Toys uh, crew, so, you know. Anyway, so let's jump into it, bro. So before we get into any, like, album specifics, right, you said that, like, you were doing stuff with uh, Kinetic MCs, and you were also kind of playing around with what would be this album called Amazing. But what's the time frame from this album to your last solo album? Wow. Um, my last solo album was uh shit. It's been a long time. Two thousand twelve, I think. Yeah. Two thousand twelve, two thousand eleven, two thousand twelve. My last solo album. That's a long ass time. That's a <laughs> oh my god. That's twelve years. Yeah, <clears throat> that's, that's twelve years. Twelve years of between having a solo album, and it's funny because it's not really my um i i've made and this is this is such a bad thing to say man but i've made like two albums in between that solo so like okay so check this out what's funny is and i haven't sent this to you i maybe i did excuse me i don't think i sent to you the newest one but um i have an album called you still don't call me the 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 sequel to you don't call me no more yep and that one is that was recording that at the same time while I was doing kinetic and I was doing amazing because I got like two songs from amazing recorded those. And the first one was the one with cool Keith. And the second one was some other song that I did. I was supposed to do a song with Dell, me, Dell and cool Keith, but that fell through on some other shit. I don't even, whatever it's the politics or whatever, but it was like just shit was happening. And so I only had enough time to do one thing at a time. So I was doing like, I, so I literally did the kinetic MCs album then did, you still don't call me, and it and it did uh, the two songs that I did, and then amazing started flooding in. The beat started coming in, and I had to like really focus up the thing. And it was funny, so yeah, like technically I did. I have a solo album that I worked on that's before amazing, but if you hear it when you or when you hear it, it won't sound like that. It'll sound like you can hear the same progression that's in amazing it, it, it's funny <laughs> it, no it, it's funny because i think you and i were talking about it the last time we were talking about how like lyrically mcs have to change and have to grow and evolve and as a musician uh as an artist like i've had to change the way that i write 
because like I used to write really wordy, like a lot of words, a lot of a lot of a lot of words, a lot of introspective shit, a lot of deep stuff. And our generation can take that, but the newer generation can't necessarily handle that. Like I watch my my woman's son, and he's fucking, he's on his phone. He's he's cooking with one hand and on his phone with the other. So like you know, what I mean, you got to make it work and get him for and right away, but still tell that story. And I, and I and actually I found a perfect analogy. I was talking to my I was talking to my homie about it. And I said, you know what? It's like writing a comic book. A comic book only has like this much space to give you so much information. And they have the luxury of visuals on top of text, where with MCs, you have to like be able to do it with just words. And you, they can't even read it. They're they're hearing it. So what I've been trying to do, um, forward movement is in my like I'm trying to make these new videos and stuff now to have the words and things involved and like visuals involved because that's how I see my songs all my songs if you if you listen to my songs and you close your eyes and listen to what I'm saying you'll see everything I'm saying you'll see it and it'll start to merge together you know it'll make it'll all make sense so like if I could get my videos to ever be like that oh my god next level so I've been working on this new program, trying to do a lot of that shit now. You know. So Sorry. you're gonna you're gonna release? No, you're good. You're gonna release those videos on your own, or you're gonna get help from somebody to help you? Uh, I mean, I'm not. Uh, I'm very impatient, and so like I have the I have a tendency to like just put stuff out and not always time it right. And so like, um, I've been really trying to be, be methodical about timing this stuff. But then sometimes, and then and then not be try to be a perfectionist. You know what I mean? Because being a perfectionist has been fucking me up. Like I'll try too hard to make it so perfect, and it's not. It, I can't do it. That's that's impossible. Like today, when I was working on that that pseudo cover for you, I was messing with it, and then I started realizing I don't have to do that much work, and I started finding the shortcuts and just doing my shortcuts and making it work, and it started working out fine. And I was like, I was feeling all good. And then I started, then, and then at some point I felt my star code starting to get all granular and I'm like, what am I doing? Stop. <laughs> Stop it. So I had to walk away. That's when I went to go cook and I was like, I'm going to go make some food because I'm tripping. <laughs> right. Well, that's again with artists. We never think something's complete or something's good enough. We always, we, we overthink things and we want to add too much. You know what I mean? Right. Instead right. of just keeping it simple or just saying, you know what? I think it's dope. I'm done. And if right. nobody else likes it, then fuck it. But it's done. I don't want to spend too much time because I'm then I'm not working on something else that I could be because I'm focusing too much on this. Exactly. Exactly. So, um. So you did your stuff with other artists. You're making a mate tracks for amazing for you still don't call me no more. You know what I mean? So and what else are you working on? Because that's a long gap of just not creating and then you, you <laughs> <laughs> the God reason why damn. no Man, no you no. haven't done it you it's been a long time since you've done shit. you need to step your fucking game up bro like god damn That's not what i'm saying what the what fuck this is what i'm saying what i'm saying is knowing you knowing you you don't stop creating so what else were you doing in the meantime because uh, i know that you dropped those two albums with kinetic and then y'all decided to part ways for whatever reason. Okay. And then okay, so I would imagine, yeah, you're working on Amazing during that time. But, I mean, okay. in our conversations, I, I don't know what's going on. 
You know what okay, I mean? Okay, so so during that time I was uh I was wrapped up in a contract with a couple of uh film companies, one of them called Second Team, Second Team Productions. I can't remember the say the name of the second one, but um <clears throat> I produced they did a sitcom that was on Amazon Prime, Hulu, and Netflix. It was called uh, One Strange Happy. And I I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. I I I've, I've never made music for a sitcom before. That is the hardest shit to ever because it's not it's nonsense music. It's not even music. Like I had to go watch sitcoms to like understand what the fuck i was trying to do like i knew what i wanted to do but i was like wasn't sure if that was the right thing to do like in the sense of what i'm watching so like like so like look imagine watching a sitcom and there's not a single real sound effect on it or anything right it's just, well that's the reason why they dry. do that yeah, the only the only sounds that are important in a sitcom is the opening music and the closing credit music all the other sounds that are in there, whatever their music or sound effects, is just to keep the flow going. And it was like, and which, it was hard to try and catch easy, that. But it's not easy to do. <laughs> not even close. I was sitting there, like, look, I was doing some research, right? So I was, I'm trying to remember what sitcoms I watched. Like, I don't know. I was just, I was just throwing sitcoms, and I, and I was messing with all types of different eras because me, I was like, okay, so I watched the show first, all the way through, all twelve, all twelve episodes of the first season. And I just watched them with no music just to kind of get the feel of what the show was about. And I'm like, OK. And the show was about this dude, this black dude and this white girl who live together as roommates. And you would think they're going to be together, but they're not. And they're more like brother and sister. And so it's like and so like if you catch the name of one strange happy, it's like, you know, one, you know, and so like it's like one happy family. And so like his mom, but then his but then his dad divorces his mom and starts dating her mom and it just gets crazy but then her sister comes over and tries to get at him and and then her brother their their brother is just fucking weird and crazy it's a weird ass funny show but it was just trying to make the music for it i'm like what is this show what is the overall theme and, and it was like okay it's about family but it's not it was it's broken so what i did is I was like, okay, you know what I did? I know what I, I know what I need to do. I need to make the music broken. I need to make the music for the show broken. Because, but but here's what's funny. When I would go to watch sitcoms to get like reference, I would be watching a sitcom and then I would forget to listen to the music because it was done so well. And I was like, fuck, wait a second, where did the music disappear? Let me run it back 30, 30 60, a minute, 30 seconds. Oh, you know, like, let me see what happened. And I'm like, okay, that's where the music's disappearing. But why? And I'm like, why did they? Okay. And so then I just, so I just, I literally learned on the fly how to make music for a sitcom while making the music for the whole show. I even made the intro music for the show. And, <laughs> and, and it's like, <laughs> I listen to it now and it's so goofy. The music is so stupid. I wish I had my MPC live when I made that beat because it's so horrible. I'm just like, oh my God, it's so boo-boo. But it worked. <laughs> but it worked. But it worked. And ended up getting me, uh, um, getting me to do two movies. One called The Jag. And it was about this guy who got, got these these powers from something i don't even remember what it was and then this other one about time and 
Shoot, it was that one was really fun because the music I made with metronomes. So like the music, if you when you I gotta I'll find out I gotta remember what the name of the show is about and I'll tell you what it is, the movie. I'll tell you what it is later. But um what was really cool about it is if you listen to the music, it's all on time to the speed of what's happening in each scene. And to so it, so the actual beats, you're actually hearing them. Right. And it's it's so I just kind of hid little stuff in there. Right, you know what I mean? You. So 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 like I would add the metronome, make the music, but then I would remove everything else and just leave these sounds in there. And they would kind of tell you what was going to happen before it happens. And then uh and then uh working on uh the video game shit. I've been working on music for this video game company called Rival Dust. And uh that's fun cuz uh I just make I get to make I'm their audio Basically, they're audio seniors, so every single sound for every world that they create, I'm actually creating it, which is a lot of fun, actually. You know, they'll give me. They, I remember they were like, "Okay, we're making this one. We're making this one game. I'm not going to get too much into it because I got an NDA signed, but we're making this one game. And imagine there is a crystal. the The world is made of ice, and you know, it's ice and and snowy. So then I just basically was using the sound of snow in a tundra. And then, so you're hearing that, that, that air flowing across the ground. And then I uh, had these sounds of like ice. I went, and, I went and looked up the sound of ice forming and went and looked up the sound, what it sounds like. And I found it. And it sounds crazy. It sounds crazy. So then I used that. And so I started using this, the sounds of ice forming to kind of create these uh, movements. The ambiance. Yeah. And what's fun, what's funny is, is I'm trying to do something new that's not done with video games before. So um, I'm making what's called modular music. So like if you go into a game, so when you so let's just imagine a room. Let's let's take let's take a level and turn let's turn that level into a, 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 a you know, it's a it's a whole it's a it's a it's a box. But inside that box is a smaller box. Now, when you first start walk into that room, into that level, you're walking into that smaller box. That smaller box has its own sound dynamics that are happening. But then as you step out of that box, it start those sound dynamics start to integrate into what's happening into the bigger box that's outside of it. However, what I can do is I can make it where every single time you play that level, that music will remix. All the sounds will remix. The only things that'll stay the same is like walking on the ground, the sound of the wind, the sound of certain things, but other, the sound of nature. But other than that, the music will always be modular. So you and someone else will never have the same experience musically. And actually, technically, you're just being a DJ. You're always being a DJ with the music. Uh, you're, you're your own DJ. Yeah. And you don't even know it. Dope. Dope. So, so in, during that time, like, as you're saying... You're taking on other projects. You're expanding, like your knowledge base as an artist. And then, when does Junkadelic come into the picture? Um, they basically hit me up. It was right after, you know. You know what's funny? I've noticed that as an artist, every time I get done with one, you know, you know how people have these days. You know how they say how people have these points in their lives when they do music or as an art or their lives. They go up in this thing and they hit this plateau, and then they come down. I think I'm very fortunate because I've had the ability to do it over and over and over and over and over again. So they caught me on one of those ones where I'm about to 
I'm about to drop back down, and they're like, "Nope, we got you." And I'm like, uh, "Oh, really?" <laughs> uh, uh. And they so they basically hit me up randomly because I think they caught the kinetic stuff, and they were like, "Hey, uh, what you what have you been up to?" And I was like, "Nothing. What's been going on?" They're like, "No, nothing. We just wanted to see if uh, wanted to link back up again." And I was like, "Fuck yeah!" The only reason I didn't hit you up is because I didn't think you wanted to work with me right now, and I don't know why I'm like that. I don't know why I'm like, it's not that I don't think I'm good enough. It's just, I don't like bothering people because I get too excited. You, I, I, I don't know. Did we, did we talk about my, how my bad, let me turn my shit off. No, no, you're good. Um, did we talk about how I, um, actually, no, hold on. So I went out to have drinks with a friend of mine very incredible photographer he actually is, he owns a brewery and we were sitting out and we were having drinks at a bar and we were talking he's really smart and we we're just going kind of going back and forth and we started talking about comic books and i started talking to him about this one character and he looks at me and he goes are you ever in a situation where people stop working with you and I just kind of looked at him and I'm like, the fuck does that mean? But then I, I, instead of reacting all upset about it, I just kind of thought about it. And I was like, and I was like, yeah, I'm actually more often than not. And he goes, I know why. And I was like, why? He goes, he goes, don't take this the wrong way, but you scare people because you are smart. And I was like, what? And I, and Think about that. When somebody tells you something like that, right? Your first instinct is to go, yeah, I know I'm smart. But that wasn't my first instinct. It was like, what do you want from me? You know, like, <laughs> like why are you, you know, <laughs> like, what do you want from me? Why are you, why, what the, like, what's up, dude? What do you want? What's from the me? catch? What's the catch? Exactly. Right. No, but he goes, and, and he doesn't, he doesn't need anything from me. It's full lives the, he lives the life that I wish I was living sometimes. And he goes, he goes, think about it, man. He goes, you and I just had a dissertation about comic book, about Deadpool. It was about Deadpool. He goes, we just had a dissertation about Deadpool. He goes, you remember pieces of information that most people don't even think about, but then you put them together in ways that make sense. He goes, he goes, you have to remember that you can scare people if you take the oxygen out of the room being as smart as you are. And I was just like, fuck. And he goes, he goes, okay, how many groups have you been in? And I said, uh, I think, I said, I think three. And he goes, I think maybe three, four. And he goes, he goes, how many of them continue working with you? And I was like, none of them. And he goes, he goes, are you the deal? Or do you get really passionate about what's going on? And I was all, yeah. He goes, do you start, does, does everyone else kind of seem like they're dragging their feet? I'm all, yeah. He goes, okay, that's what it is. He goes, see, you, you're already thinking, he goes, you're thinking ahead where they're still thinking at, at the moment. And he goes, you got to slow down sometimes. And he goes, but, or, or, or you can step away and stand out on your own. I agree. And he goes, and he goes are you afraid to stand out on your own? And I was like, honestly? He goes, yeah. I was like, yeah. He goes, why? And I was like, just because I just, I don't 
think anybody gives a fuck about what I have to say. I really don't. That's the honest truth. And he goes, if they didn't, you wouldn't be in as many groups as you were in. Not only that, Q, if you think about it, you're in a group with other people. It's easier like to feel like shit with other people that are trying to do the same thing you're doing. And you all could bounce and share that 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 moment of like, all right, we did something nobody's fucking paying attention. Then you being by yourself and having nobody pay attention to you on your own and just, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, that's true. But you know what it was for me? You know what it was more is that I could hide. I started really thinking about it is that I could hide. I could be really, I could, I could experiment and have fun because when I did my solo stuff, I felt like I, I was under this pressure that I had to be a certain way. I had to write this certain way. I had to make sure I did these things a certain way because this is Q Nikon. But when I was in a group, I felt free. I was like, okay, now I can just like, I can experiment and I can fuck around and I can just not give a fuck because I can hide behind all these other people who are dope. You know, I don't have to be so dope. But what would happen is, is the experimentation is what ended up being the thing that made it even better. And I didn't realize it until after I left the groups. When I was in the group Planet Earth, I was in the group Planet Earth with Sulfur. He is a ridiculously dope MC. When I first came to Portland, when I first moved to Portland, Oregon, I met so many MCs within the first week of being here. From Old Dominion to, uh, like, I'm talking about, I met Dom, Nyquil, Sindel, everybody from Old Dominion was just moving from Seattle. Um, I met Rocket One from Northwest Order. I met Myji. I met all these fucking fools in like within the first week, within the first week. And then I met this one crew called uh, Children of the Thorn. And they had this guy named Sulphur that they all like rallied behind. He was like the guy, the guy. Light skin, green eyes, fucking looks like a goddamn terrorist, ready to fucking, <laughs> it's a fucking dope ass MC. I'm like, this fool is, he. this fool looks like he's ready to go. And this is how they introduced me. They were like, okay, oh, well, they were like, oh, well, you got to battle us. And then I just crushed them all. Just like, ah, bad, just destroyed them. <laughs> and they were like, oh, well, if you're going to hang with us, you got to battle Sulfur. And I was like, Sulfur? His name's already giving me fucking shit to fuck with right now. That's all bad. <laughs> His name is all bad already. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to mangle this kid. Look, dude, dude, dude. You either have that name because you think <laughs> you have that name because you're really dope and you know that you're going to get attacked and you just want to demolish somebody that's going to make money. You know what that's that reminds me of? What was I watching? It was uh I think it was Rick and Morty and or it was another show too. They both said it. He was like He's like, oh, what's his name's Tiny? Ha ha ha. He goes, no, no, it's ironic. You don't call yourself that unless you have the power to back it up. <laughs> I was like, that's true. <laughs> that's true. You know, you know what I mean? So like, it was just, it's, it was just funny. So I was like, I remember they took me to this apartment. They took me. We went to this apartment in Portland, right by the Lloyd Center, which is pretty much the central mall for Portland. And then uh, we go downstairs into this apartment. It's fucking sarongs hung up on the fucking windows and shit. Smells like fucking uh, Nog Champa everywhere. It's fucking smoky. This motherfucker's sitting in a chair. He turns around looking like <laughs> looking like Lando Calrissian. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> I'm talking about like I'm already coming up with all the wrong things to say to this fool. I'm like, ooh, I've got so much ammunition. I'm going to destroy you. I sit down in a chair and there's like, I'm talking about like, you don't understand the crew and Kai, there's like 12 of them. They're all sitting over in the side of the corner in the apartment like, oh, what's going to happen? Oh, oh, oh. So I sit down and I just look at him. He looks at me and we look at each other and he goes, <laughs> I'm reliving this shit because it's fucking funny to me. He looks at me and he goes, huh, what's up, man? And I was like, what's up? And I was like, I guess I'm supposed to battle you because you're the top dog. And then I started cracking up and he starts laughing too. He goes, I guess. And I said, okay, check it out. You want to go first? He's on. Okay. And he just says like some little shit, like just to be funny. And I was like, oh, that's cool. So I played off what he said and say some shit back. He looks at me, he goes, okay, we're cool. We knuckle bump and everybody's like, oh, that's it. And we were just like, <laughs> whatever, right? But, but, but I think it was game recognized game because later on down the years, this fool, he's a super dope ass MC. Like I'm gonna, I have Planet Earth. It's still, it's completed. It's just never been put out. Okay, okay, that's a lie. That's a lie. Two songs came out. One of them came out and was sponsored by Microsoft. That shit was so dope. I was like, what? And that was like the most experimental shit. Like, I got to have fun. I got to be free. But it was me and this other fool who were like super technical. But we were like saying, fuck it. He was being so ghetto. It was hilarious. Like, <laughs> on one song, he said, eat shit, shit again, then eat shit on one of his verses and it was so funny i was like nah you can't say shit that many times <laughs> so so on the third shit i added in the uh dolphin sound from spongebob the one that you use now <laughs> <laughs> the one that i use now that's the one that i use now i added that one in that, that's the one. That was the one. Yeah, that, that's the one. I know. That's the same one. So that's the, the one funny thing on. is that I I have that Planet Earth song. <laughs> I have the album. Oh, actually. It was lies. Yeah, I knew you did. Lies. With the artwork. Let's uncover, let's uncover the lies for the truth they may not see. <laughs> Humans fighting nature. They use technology. Yeah, I remember that shit. That, <laughs> that album was funny because it was super fun. And honestly, I'm not going to lie, man. I miss Sulphur. Me and he, we had a falling out. I'm not going to get into why because that's slander. You know what I mean? He has to have his side. I have. I know what happened. He's going to say he knows what happens. And, and and you know what? There's always, there's three sides to every, there's three sides to every story. His, his, and the truth. So ultimately, you know what I mean? I miss that dude and I would love to do another album with him because I think that now us being older, being more grown and being in more control of what's going on, I think we can really make something super fresh. Cause that would, we were on the, we were on the edge. I know I'm talking about like a company from LA was hitting us up about songs and shit <laughs> and wanted to put us on fucking movies and stuff. And I was just like, we were like on the edge of it. I was like, Oh shit. I could, I could feel it. I was having dreams. Like I was having dreams about songs waking up in the middle of the night, writing the lyrics make running over to the motif making a couple of beats saving them falling back to sleep and waking up and thinking that i dreamt it and looking up and finding them we were on the edge of something incredible i could feel it 
Why, why don't? Why not reach back out to him? Is he? Uh, he doesn't like me. I got you. <laughs> it happens, brother. It happens. It happens. It happens. I'm not honestly. I, I okay. We got me and him into a situation to see each other once. The homie like snuck us into into a situation where we had to see each other, and it was uncomfortable for me just as much as it was for him. I was just like, all right, man, this is not cool. But if I if I could talk to him again, I'd be like, look. I love you. And uh, let's make some shit. Because honestly, what the fuck we doing, man? Let's let's leave something. Let's leave something to the universe. Let's leave something out there that can actually make some change. Because I look at me and him and him and we were you know, him and I, we were doing we were doing run the jewels before run the jewels. Honestly. Oh, I, we really I have that album, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? We were doing run the jewels before run the jewels. And, and in, I, remember, I remember the shows we were doing, the choruses we were creating, the, the shit we were talking about. It was literally, everything was relevant. And it felt like it was crazy. And like, I've been trying to, and I, and for me, I've been trying to recapture that because that's that's what I like. And so I think, I, I and for me, I feel like I'm right there. I feel like I'm recapturing that. And, and I'm getting close to jumping back again ahead and pulling pulling in what's about to happen. So I can feel it. I can feel it. So back to Junkadelic, my brother. Did you sign a record deal with them or is this some sort of deal where it's like a project by project basis? Um, this is an interesting deal. And I think it's probably the most. I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty of it. I'll just say this. I'll say this because I got to be diplomatic about how I explain this because you know what I mean? We are good with each other that they respect my craft to to recoup on, if that makes sense. And then they respect me enough to not like hassle me about making stuff because they know I will. So they we came to the agreement of let's work together and make something dope. And and that's pretty much it. And and that's and the, and, and let's all make money. So like and for me that's I, I think that's I think that's awesome. I don't I don't have any problem with that. Like I make more I make more money with them than artists make with Spotify. Right, because Spotify's just out to rape. You know what art. I mean? They they do no, they do, they do. And 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 I haven't even done shows. And like honestly, I'd like to I wanna get back into doing shows again. I wanna do shows again. It's just I gotta get I need to make more money to be able to continue to and do that. That's why I, I'm focusing on like doing motion graphics and stuff now. Like I've focused, I've been working on motion graphics. Like I taught myself how to do that shit now. I've been um, on my Instagram. I just posted like the new logo, just like slamming down on itself, creating all this shit. Like I've been teaching myself that since the pandemic. And so I've gotten pretty proficient at it. So I'm trying to use that as like a new avenue to continue to create revenue. But, but combining but junkadelic allowing me to still create music and on top of that do that oh that's that's next level man that that's what makes that just inspires me to do more because i think that if i didn't have them i'd still do shit but i don't think i would be as active you know they're making me they're making me look at my shit and take it more serious and take it seriously again where a lot of artists would probably just give up you know which i've seen which I've seen. I've seen a lot of artists give up. They do. They give up. They just go fuck it. 
nobody cares about me. You know, they did and, and and okay, look, no, let me no hold on, let me let me let me let me pull back. Let me pull back. I'm not gonna say that artists as a whole do the whole woe is me shit, but I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen some of your your favorite artists pull that woe is me shit. And you're just like looking at them like, what are you fucking talking about? You're a goddamn legend. Why are you acting like people owe you some shit? They already love you. All you gotta do is spit on the ground and they want to all they want to do is scoop it up. You're just not trying. You're not really trying. And not only that, and if you are trying, you're doing it in a pretentious way. So, you know, nobody wants to give you credit if you're the smart person in the room and you're being a dick about it. Correct. So Junkadelic, where, where did they come from? Who are they? They're they're in um, so they are in London. Um, so there's two of them. There is Junkadelic. And then there's Junkas Lou. So Junkadelic is the overall CEO. He's a really cool ass fucking dude. He's I love talking to him and shit. He's got he got kids. He's just like us. Lives his regular life. Um, you know, he was talking. He's so fresh. He was talking to me about how his kids uh, play soccer and how hard it is to get into the soccer league in France and shit because of how competitive it is. He, we were talking about how and we were kind of like talking about the parallels between like the hip hop game and that game, like. You got to know the right people to get in. And then even if you know the right people, even if you have the right talent, you might have to pay motherfuckers off. And I was like, God damn, this is like the hip hop game. And he was like, yes, yes, it is. And I was like, fuck. He goes, my kid could go to the best school doing the best shit. But at the same time, you know, like if, you know, certain things don't fall in the right place, it won't work out. And so he's like, he's really dope. And then Junk is Lou. He's the producer overall. And, uh, and he makes incredible shit. He makes incredible stuff. Like he works, he does commercials for like Adidas, and uh, he does a lot of art shows. And I think he does stuff for TV as well out in London. And like the whole EU and UK, I know he's out there just crushing it right now. Um, but they do work for Cool Keith. They've been fucking with Cool Keith shit for the last 15, 20 years. Right? They were fucking with Cool Keith for like tough. Tough. They were fucking they were fucking with Cool Keith back when he was fucking with Prodigy. Like, you know what I mean? So like he they've been messing with him for a long time. So like I've known Keith for a really long time. They've known Keith for a really long time. Really long time. So right. it's like the 90s. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean? You know, I mean I I mean I knew Keith, I knew Keith in the late nineties. And then, no, I knew Keith in the mid '90s, going into the late '90s, but then we reconnected with him in the thousands. So like, <clears throat> it's like it's you know it's it's been like that. So yeah, but um, but that's they've been fucking with him for a long time, and so and then they mess with um, fuck. There's a couple of other artists, and I feel like a dick because I can't remember their name right now. I can see part of their name in their mind, um, but they they've been messing with a lot of like. NFT stuff and they're they're are they're in they're kind of in everything. They do a lot of skateboards. Um, but yeah, they they are really I the one thing I like about junkadelic music is they allow artists to do what the fuck they want to do as an artist. If if you're doing something that's dope, that makes sense, and you're really trying, and it's not no bullshit, they will have your back. But if you're bullshitting and you just trying like you trying to be cool and oh I want to do this because I want to be cool or if you're going into it expecting millions of dollars and like cut the fuck out of here man 
Like if you want to make that money, you got to really put that shit out there and then you got to like really do it. Cuz don't they don't don't expect them to give you a publicist and all that shit. Push your shit. They're giving you a platform. They're giving you a platform. And so I don't know. They're not they're not they're not paying. They're not giving me they're not giving me money to pay for fake uh 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 followers and shit. You know what I mean? I'm not doing none of that shit. Like, if you go on my Instagram right now, you'll see, like, what, 691 followers. You know what I mean? I don't have 11.2K followers. You know why? Because <clears throat> I don't I don't, I don't, don't pay for fake followers. What's the purpose of having 11.2K? Look, I do data analytics at work. Data analytics at work, okay? If you have 11.2K followers, and every post you're getting about 20 to 25 likes... Doesn't make sense, yeah. It doesn't make sense. Come on, man. It doesn't add up. You should be getting at least 400 to 400 to 500 likes on the low. On the low. You should have at least 10. You should have you should have at least it, it I don't know. It just it just it just it doesn't make sense. And so like and that's what I'm saying. Like I'm not gonna waste all that time. I got 691 followers. I might get like eight likes on some stupid shit that I really love. You hear the irony in that? Some yeah. stupid shit that I really love. I love it, but it's stupid everybody else. Right. But some shit that I'm just like, ah, whatever, here you go. I'll get like 40, 50 fucking likes. And I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> <clears throat> but you know what? Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. You take it. it. I'll take it where I can get it. If like, hey, man, I'm... I'm... <laughs> so... <laughs> So let's get into the the album He's title, gonna, my brother. Can I have some more? <laughs> some more porridge, please. Some more porridge, please. <laughs> For oh those who don't know, god. that's Oliver Twist. Thank you, please. Like, oh my god, it's like, yeah, that is hella old school, bro. God, I can see that gritty ass fucking video movie. It was a, it was a good movie back in the it day. It was a good it was a good movie, you know. There there wasn't any people of color. <laughs> <laughs> That's the twist. I <laughs> <laughs> got your white people. <laughs> no, I mean I love you white folks. I mean I'm, I love you white people, but you know, you you made a movie about people going through hard times and not a per single person of color was there that's your fault like <laughs> yeah it was the you cameraman was the person of color man. yeah you think you would think you would think oliver twist would be if they made that movie now that would be dominated with people of color and he'd be the one white kid <laughs> yeah. right. right right you're right you're probably, probably right <laughs> so amazing amazing why why the name amazing uh so, uh, I'm a stupid, I'm a stupid comic book nerd, dumb comic book nerd. And I'm not necessarily a Spider-Man fan. My favorite character in Marvel comics, I, it's like a combination of a few people, but I really like Wolverine a lot. And it's not because of his powers. Like he has really dope powers, but it's because of his resilience and what he has to go through and the shit he has to go through and the amount of time that he's going to live. It reminds me of being a hip hop artist. Like right. you have to, you have to like persevere through ups and downs of shit happening. You know what I mean? Like, and so, but Spider Man's fucking dope because of his perseverance as well. Because if you notice, if you ever read his comics, 
he's always talking shit. He's always talking shit. Even when he's getting his ass beat, he's talking shit. And you're just like, that's so fucking dope. The irony of me liking those two characters is that they have switched bodies multiple times in the comics. And it's always hilarious. It's always hilarious. Watching Spider-Man try to navigate Wolverine's body and Wolverine try to navigate Spider-Man's body. The shit is fucking so... The shit is so good, they actually did it in an animated version once. And it was super funny. And I was, was like, yeah. Disney, right? Yeah, it was like Spectacular Spider-Man. Spectacular, was- Spectacular Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> that, that fucking intro music was dope. I'm it like, was no, dope, dude. man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, bro. It was so <laughs> punk rock. I was like, that's sick as fuck. Okay. Yeah. And what what made me laugh about that, my favorite part of that <laughs> that show when they were like switching bodies is when he's when Wolverine in Peter Parker's body is about to go like stop the shit because he's like, okay, I get I understand. I understand who I am. Okay, let me go stop the shit. And he goes to run and stop shit. And Peter has to tell him in Wolverine's body, no, stop doing that. You can't do that in my body. Nobody knows I'm Spider-Man. You can't just do that shit. <laughs> and he goes, then you need to go stop him then. He's like, I don't know how. I don't know how to use your powers. He goes, you have to concentrate. So then he goes like this, and he just starts looking at his hands, and his claws just start going. Yeah, yeah, malfunctioning and shit. Yeah. I was like, and and I remember in my mind, I started thinking, God, how would you control that? Like that would have to be just muscle memory over like you know years of having it. But God damn, that would be weird. That would be weird. Like, how would you be able to control the slow movements? Did you see any? They'll push him out all slow. Like, get out of here. Okay, so, but it was just those two characters together kind of almost coalesced the idea of being a hip-hop artist. Is that at a battle, you're going to get beat, you're going to get smashed, people going to hate on the stuff you do, you're going to do something for the right reason and people going to hate it, you're going to do something that not everybody agrees with, you're going you're gonna to do something super dope that people will love, and just like every vigilante, just like every superhero, you still got to persevere. And those two characters have had stories that are really dope that I was like, you know what? That's that's pretty much what it's like being my 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 arc has been wild. I wasn't expecting to be a hip hop artist. I was I was just a DJ. I was just a DJ. Just fucking around. And my boy kept telling me that I should rap. And I was like, whatever, man, nah, whatever. I was a DJ that drew comic books. That was a fucking comic book nerd. They used to skate. You know what I mean? I was a skater. And then the homie put me on deck about emceeing. And I got bit. I got bit by that bug, man. And it was like, okay, I can tell stories. Oh, people like it. It's cool. Okay, this is fucking fun. You know what I mean? I and then I and then I became it it became a part of me. So much a part of me that it was like that it I didn't realize that's what I was doing from the beginning. Right. It it's almost it was it's the perfect mutant superhero story. I had the powers, just didn't even know I had them and was just using them in the most small, minuscule way. So I was like, I need to share this ability. And so then I, it's so amazing. Amazing is taking the idea of this, the, 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 how they always do the Spider-Man comics. So amazing Spider-Man, spectacular Spider-Man, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. But, and so I wanted to use it. I, I just decided I was trying to figure out some cool name for the album and, and then I was just, I was just sitting there and I was listening to one of the beats and I was like, damn, this shit is amazing. And I was like, you know what? 
Amazing. I could say, I saw, I actually saw the logo and I was like, that's it. Amazing. This album's just going to be called Amazing. You know what? I, and then, and then I started thinking about it from a, um, just from a, 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 a marketing standpoint. I was like, okay, Q Nikon, Q Nikon. If I always got to keep my name out center and front nowadays, okay, Amazing Q Nikon. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to call this album Amazing Q Nikon. That's it. That, that makes sense. So then that's why, so then this one's called Amazing Q Nikon. So the next one, the next one, it's either a toss up between Friendly Neighborhood or Spectacular. The Universal Dialect Show will return. But first, a word from our sponsor. In a world where style knows no boundaries, where self-expression reigns supreme, there is Arise Creations. Introducing Arise Creations, the ultimate destination for fashion-forward individuals seeking affordable, unisex apparel that caters to every unique style. Arise Creations brings you an exceptional collection of unisex fashion essentials. From trendy tops that blend style and comfort to versatile bottoms and footwear that add an extra layer of sophistication. We've got you covered from head to toe. Arise Creations is more than just a clothing line. We strive to create an inclusive space where everyone can find fashionable and affordable pieces that reflect their unique personality. With indelible designs, we ensure that anyone can confidently wear our products, breaking down barriers while embracing individuality. But that's not all. Arise Creations is proud to be affiliated with the Universal Dialect Show, a groundbreaking podcast that explores the worlds of music, paranormal, art, fashion, and beyond. Join the conversation on YouTube, BitChute, Spotify, App Podcast, and all of your favorite podcasting platforms. Arise Creations is committed to making fashion accessible to all. We believe that style should know no bounds and everyone deserves to feel confident and empowered in what they wear. With our affordable prices and diverse product range, we're here to help you unleash your true self. Come and unleash your style and embrace your individuality. Arise Creations, where fashion meets affordability and self-expression. Please visit our website today to explore our collection and be a part of the fashion revolution. Arise Creations and the Universal Dialect Show, empowering you to create your own destiny. Head to www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash Arise Creations 73. Again, that's www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash Arise Creations. So that's A R I S E. C-R-E-A-T-I-O-N-S, the number seven, and the number three, and bring your look to new heights. Which one do you think? 
I would do friendly neighborhood. Neighborhood, and, yeah. And then if you do a third one and that's the last of like whatever the series, then that becomes spectacular and that's it. I was you know? almost thinking about doing superior. That's fucking dope too. Don't forget, they also had sensational Spider Man at one point too. Yeah. Yeah, I I want I kinda wanna if I could on all right, I'm gonna put this out there. If I could get Prince Poe. Right. And two other artists on one song, or maybe one other artist. It would no, no, two other artists on four tracks. I would make an EP and call it Q Net Q Nikon and his amazing and, and, and his, uh, his amazing friends. Amazing friends, yeah. <laughs> that's dope. That's dope. <laughs> yeah, I love Spider Man. It's not like I'm like any sort of like. Like big fan of Spider Man or anything, <laughs> nothing like you know, not a big fan at all. You know, like I don't really love Spider Man. Did you ever? Did you ever read Spider Man Rain? I did read Rain, but it was a while ago, and I want to buy the comic. Actually, it's really good, man. Have like it. that that comic. If I if I ever was given the ability. Cause I, I went to, I went to, when I was in high school, I um, learned how to shoot film. I learned, I learned how to do film. So I know how to shoot film and movies and stuff. And what I'd like to do is if I could make any Marvel film or short or series, if a series, I would like to do Spider-Man reign. And it's cause it's telling the story of old man, Spider-Man. It's not so much about the powers. It's more, it's more about the story. That story right. was so crazy, man. When I read that shit, I remember just I remember reading it, looking at the book, going like this with my hand, my head in my hand, going, What the fuck is going on? And just I could see it. And and we know the way I would shoot it. I would shoot it almost because the way the comic is drawn, it almost looks like Sin City. Almost. Right, right, right. Or like Dark Knight in a way, kind of in some yeah. way. Like the Dark Knight. It's like a combination of the two, but with more color. So what I would do is I would shoot the movie or the series like that, just with more color. You know what I mean? Keep a lot of the same angles, but keep that story. And you honestly don't really need to change much because the because this the shots are the are the are the tweens. And you just fill the in-between shots. But man, Spider-Man getting his arm broken. You don't like you wouldn't even tell people it's Peter Parker. You just call the show Rain. Don't even call it Spider-Man Rain. Just call it Rain. And it start with the rain and have Spider-Man walking through the fucking walking down the street, carrying a bag to go home. You know what I mean? But you don't know it's Peter Parker, just an old ass dude. And these police officers are fucking up this dude. And he walks up on him and they break his fucking arm. You know what I mean? And they have him go home. and He starts thinking about it. And then you cut back to the first to the beginning of the comic. So it kind of leads up to that point. Like, could you imagine? Like, no one would even realize it's Spider-Man. Like, they would watch it. And if you tell the story well... You don't have to say it's Spider-Man until it's Spider-Man. And then they're uh, just like, oh, my God. They'll just, just blow their fucking minds. You just blow their fucking minds. Right. The hard part about that is if you make a show like that, right, you got to make sure everybody who's involved shuts the fuck up. Which is going to be super hard, man. So then you know what you do is you don't tell anybody it's a Spider-Man show and you just shoot the show. You, you have to write it so ambiguous that they can't tell it's a Spider-Man show. That or you don't call it rain initially. You call it like whatever blank project. And then yeah. all of a sudden, boom, it becomes rain. 
<laughs> call it oh call it spider-man noirs they just throw everybody off yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh it's spider-man noir no it's not bitch it's brain it's so even listen, better dude, when you when you send me the tracks you only sent me like 11 of them initially yeah. so how, how many tracks all together is going to be on this 15 i think now did you get the other four Yes, I did get the other four. I haven't heard. Okay, I'm just making. I'm just making sure. Oh, what the fuck? What? Can you can you play one now? <laughs> I can play one, but I don't think you're going to be able to hear it. Or I'm or we can't hear. You can't going to be able to hear it. Oh, okay, okay. Well, well I'm surprised you didn't I'm, listen to. I'm, I'm no, I'm going to listen to them. Trust me. No, I'm, I'm surprised you. Didn't, I'm surprised you didn't listen to Weapon though. Weapon was the one. Is no, I heard weapon solo. before. I did okay, hear okay. weapon. Okay, that's one of those then. Okay, then cool. Because it was re it was one of those that was released. Yeah, that was a single. Yeah, that, yeah so, so it was a single so, that was so, released. So all four of those are singles that are released, except for the cool Keith one. The cool Keith one is about to be released, and that's uh we can do it. Okay, so as far as like 15 tracks, was there any reason for the specific number where you have people that drop 20 with interludes and all that? Because uh, to me, it seems like it's one of those short but sweet sort of releases. Um, I think just I was just recording the songs. I wasn't thinking of any interludes. And it got to a point where I was I felt like I was lagging behind. So I started just really recording the songs and digging in without trying to make anything super um, like, you know, cohesive. However, also, the other side of that is, is that I didn't produce these beats, any of them. And so I didn't feel comfortable without communicating with Junkers Lou about messing with him too much and trying to do things to like like interludes and stuff unless he had the beats for those. Like to be fair, there is one track that has not made it on the album that is sitting around right now. Okay, and. And is that ever and, gonna and, be? Is that ever gonna? It be will. It, yeah. It just. It. It will. It just wasn't put on there because I didn't finish. I didn't finish it, and I. And I was like, I. I felt like a dumbass because it's. It's a really dope song. Like, <laughs> like, like really dope song. Like, I. I can't even explain. Like, hold on. I'm trying to see if I. Can you hear that? Okay. I could hear something, but I don't. I, I don't. Welcome back. We're gonna start this. Trip. It's it's a really dope. Ad. It was supposed to be the intro to the album, and it was the song's called Priority. But I just didn't. There's a line I had in there that I didn't finish. Like, I think a line in the first verse, and then there's like a line in another verse. Because I said something and it was just stupid. And I was like, I'm not saying that shit. It was fucking just dumb. I was like, I'm not putting that out there. <laughs> <laughs> Real shit, though. No, man. I was like, I, I literally heard it and was like, oh, no. Oh, no. We're not putting that out. Not that garbage. You know, like the, the, the fan would think that anything that an artist writes down makes it on a recording. They don't realize that artists scrutinize their shit so much you know yeah. i've got so many i've got so i look at like when i make beats i i have somebody who stopped me from deleting them half the time i'll make i have some really really 
really dope beats that would have never come to fruition if it wasn't for somebody stopping me from deleting them. I'll be in the middle of making something, even a song. I'll be in the middle of recording some shit. I'll probably recorded the verse and then there's just one or two lines that I just can't quite get. And I'll go, fuck it. And I'll just go to the sh shut it off. And I'll be like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. And I'll just be like, all right, save, shut it down, walk away. Walk away. Yeah, there's I got I got songs. I've got song, I've got albums. One, hold on, one, two, three. I've got three albums that I've I've been sitting on for e for now, and this is straight up 12, 13 years. Full albums. Full albums. Full albums. Full full fucking Dunzo. Dunzo. Would they ever uh, see the day? No, probably not. At this point, no. Like um uh uh the album They Might Not Like You. That actually never came out. That I that, oh, that is it never came out? It never came out. It's a good not album. Only that, that that was three that was a three part album. How many do you remember how many tracks was on that album? The one that you got? It wasn't a lot. Right? Okay, because that because it was like split ten maybe? Parts. Ten tracks? Yeah. Because it was split into three parts. There's thirty songs. There's, 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 they might not like you part one, two, and three. And there's three covers. I got, I got, I pulled them up. I found them. The covers are fucking dope. Fucking full on sick ass covers. Everything's on there. The albums are done. I found the album and I was like, I can't put these out. These are so dated now. In my mind, in my in mind. In your mind, in your mind. I got it. I get it. I get it, brother. I get it. All right. So you, you didn't handle the beats on this when you used to handling the beats. So how did you feel about that? Did it open up you? Did it open up like more creativity for you? Was it freeing for you? Or did you feel limited at first? Like what was your feelings about the whole thing of not being able to do beats? You know, you ever you ever you ever be in a room with a bunch of people and you gotta fart and like you can't let it out because they'll know it's you. You could just you just know they'll know it's you. That's every and day so, at my job. <laughs> right. And so 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 then so then when the when the meeting is finally over and everybody leaves and you let it out, you're like, oh that's the feeling. That's the feeling. It was it was the mo it was the biggest sense of relief. It was the sense of relief until you realize you didn't make the beats. Because <laughs> then, because <laughs> like, I, I don't have the pressure of having to make the beats and make them sound right and all this other shit. It's like, no, just write to them. Cool. Now, what are you writing to them? What, what, is, what is their idea that they had to the beat, right? And so I had to ask those questions. And I know that's the thing about Junkadelic is I love them because they were like, they came to me first about it. They were like, well, what kind of beats are you trying to, what kind of, what kind of songs are you trying to write? And I said, you know, well, I'm, I want, I said, I kind of want to evolve to this next level of my shit. Like, I feel like I'm right there. I said, why do you, I said, honestly, why do you guys even want to fuck with me right now? And they said, well, the stuff on the kinetic album you were doing was a lot more, was, was different. It was, I, they, they were like, Junkadelic was dope. He told me he, this is what he said to me. We were on a zoom call and he said, you know what? I like your music. He goes, I really like when you rhyme slower. And I said, what? 
And he goes, no, it's not slower. It's not slower. He goes, it's just, he goes, you rhyme like you are really making a point. And I said, like what song? And I think I had just recorded Weapon on a different beat. And he goes, that song, the way you're saying everything. And, and then he pulled up a kinetic song. <clears throat> it was like the way you're saying everything. And I was like, and, and it and it hit me at that moment. I was like, you know what? Okay. It's the freedom. And, and that was the same thing with kinetic. I didn't make all the beats on the first kinetic album. So I had the freedom to just rhyme. The second kinetic album, I made the beats, some of them, but I still had the freedom to just rhyme. But again, I wasn't hiding behind anybody anymore. It's more of just I can now test the idea of experimenting and not having to be so technical and not having to be Q Nikon. So it just opened me up to the idea that I don't need to be Q Nikon isn't that technical guy. It's it's this is who I am. And Junkadelic, and he kind of he kind of opened me up to that shit. And he even told me, he said, he even said, I think you rhyming on these beats makes gives you more freedom to be yourself instead of trying to be a certain way and i was like you're absolutely right and so yeah so that's that without doing the not having to make the beats rhyming on beats the hardest part was just trying to make sure that i was hitting the beat hitting the mark <clears throat> of the feeling that they were going for because that was a scary part like barnacles for example right you think i heard you think that i heard barnacles and thought to write barnacles no, I <laughs> I didn't. It was I heard the beat, listened to it for like two weeks, trying to figure out what to write, and then one day I was cracking a joke, and then it made sense. And I went ah, oh. and then I went and grabbed my phone and started writing lyrics, and I couldn't stop writing. Okay, that's so that's how this that's how the songs were written. That's how the songs were written. Okay. I had no idea how to write. And then what to write about, and then I would just kind of like be chilling. And I and I think I found this method is to just relax and not try. It, it I have to do I have to do I have to learn do what I learned in Tai Chi. Not I have to stop trying to grab it. Stop trying to grab it. Just let it wash over me, and then go with it. And then that's where the songs came from. Right. That's they, where every song came. Flow. From. Yeah. So speaking about the songs on the album particularly the 11 that I heard my approach when I'm trying to talk about other people's artwork, because I know how other people are and the fact that they try to find excuses to not want to, you know, invest their time in things. I try to pique their interest by not giving too much away. So we're going to talk about some of, about some of the songs because I don't want to give too much of the album away and give people excuses to say, oh, yeah, I've heard that before. I don't I don't want to spend time in that. Or oh, that's old yeah, concept. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to fuck with that, whatever. So right. what was the concept behind Barnacles? Barnacles, um, we were, I was in the middle of a conversation with the homies. We were at a party, and we were talking about how people, they were looking at social media. And I walked into the room, and they were talking about how this guy was just trying to was tagging them just because he wanted their he wanted their likes he wanted their friends and their likes and I was like why does that matter so much and they were like well why is he it just sucks because why doesn't he get his own his own likes and his own you know his own shit 
And I was like, well, is that the whole point of social media, though, is to have people connect with you, to connect with other people, to make the bigger connection, which creates the bigger foundation. You know what I mean? So you have that community. They're like, yeah, but at the same time, though, if you're trying to build your social community, your social media, uh, social media community, you need to establish yourself so then you can connect with others. And I was just like, that's a paradox. I said, because you can't establish yourself unless you connect with other people. That, that's the whole point of it. I said, I said, my problem with social media is that you have, you'll be doing, you will have homies that are artists like you who will only give you love and try to be cool with you and do shit with you when they see you doing shit. That's a barnacle. That's, that's the shit. You're a ship. We are ships in the sea. We are ships in the fuck. We are all captains of our own ship standing there just looking out going, okay, I'm trying to get to that motherfucking sunset and make this shit happen, right? And we're passing by. We don't give a fuck about what each other's doing as long as we're not fucking each other's shit up. We find our fucking money. We get our shit. We pull that shit up on our ship. We keep going. Now, if your ship falls apart and you grab onto my shit all of a sudden and you're climbing up the side of my motherfucking ship holding on, that's a barnacle. Yeah. They, they, they ship like they used to, they used to dock and knock that shit off and break that shit off the side of their ships because it's dangerous and it's damaging and it destroys their ships. And that's what people are like. People are like barnacles sometimes. They will hold on to you and try to try to connect with you only because they see you doing some cool shit. And as soon as they get where they want to be, they don't give a fuck about you no more. They're just looking for the next ship to connect to. That's a barnacle. And that's people are like that sometimes. And so the idea was. I was I, I remember I, I remember I was sitting at that party and I started writing a song. I was like, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> and they were like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm just writing a song. Hold on a second. And then one of them said some funny shit. And I was like, oh, that's funny. And I'm gonna use that. And I said that shit. And, I, <laughs> and I, I, I the whole song came out. I wrote that whole song at that party, and then I went home and refined it. But like that song, it, <laughs> that's. <laughs> and I I remember how I wrote it. I thought about writing that song because the beat is like, it's like this weird, like it's not slow. It's just this weird. It's just, it's a, it's got this swing. And I was like, how am I going to write to this shit? And I was like, I know what I'm going to write. I'm going to write like this old school, uh, uh, West coast gangster shit. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, you're I can, good. I can just hear it. I can see the. I can see because the video I want. Because for the video I want to do for this, I want to have my character walking around in a um, pirate outfit with my mask, <laughs> <laughs> with my mask on, just doing basic normal shit like going to get coffee and fucking, <laughs> and fucking <laughs> shopping for fucking groceries and shit. <laughs> but um. But that, but that's why I said barnacles, carnival, sideshow freak with a mandible, eat dope beats like a mandible, YOLO life fuck a manual, overdose, comatose, knowledge in the body like cellulose. <laughs> it's just like, I was just like, I'm, I'm going to write it like a fucking gangster. Pugilist, 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 punch the game with a Zulu foot, change the game like a cartridge. Change Jack Dash into Armitage, <laughs> procreate, <laughs> innovate. It's like I just did. I was just like I was just like writing the most gangster shit I could write, but in the most intelligent way. <laughs> A paradox. <laughs> uh, exactly. I was like, I was like, can I be hella gangster and fucking 
intelligent. You know, it's not about being an intelligent gangster. I'm just going to be articulate and gangster. Yeah, not intelligent because because inte- gangsters are intelligent. These motherfuckers be on one. The motherfuckers that be surviving and not going to jail, that's an intelligent shit. Yeah. But articulate, that's a different story. That's a different story. It's a different story. So the next track, bro, uh, I love it because, you know, it's it, it's, it's a shout out to all creators. Um, Burner, can you talk yeah. about that? Um, okay, I'm going to be really straight up and honest. I could have did a much better song, much better version of that song. Stop. But, 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 <laughs> but, but, but when I heard what they did to it, I was like, okay, that's a really good song. Um, it is a Burner, good fucking dope song, dude. I like Burner a lot. Burner, Burner's dope. <laughs> it's, wow. Burner's a good one. So that one is just me. Do, that really is. It's just me just doing a shout out to being a creative, man. And going back to where I started, you know, as being a, as a graffiti artist. Because <clears throat> it's like, it's, because people forget, man. They they think that they see they see pieces of art and and on and and they think it's easy and they're like, oh, I could do that. Or they think about AI. Like I did, okay, I just did that logo. That I just took a logo my homeboy drew and I animated it, and I showed it to a couple people before I posted it, and they were like, oh, what AI did that? They thought AI did that, and a part of me for a moment was offended. Was offended. But then another part of me was like, oh, that means you're doing something right. Because if they think that a computer did that, they, then, then you're doing something right. You're doing something right. Then I told them I did it by hand. And they were like, oh, wow. You can see their face. They were like, fuck. Okay, that's <laughs> fucking. They, they're like that. They were like, that's really dope now. So it was like, it, it, it's, uh, it's paying homage to being an artist. But then at the same time, it's just reminding people who are artists because I I'm looking at the world right now. The future of art as a as a designer as a creative man AI is gonna fuck shit up. It's already it really fucking is. shit up. It really is, man. It's in our phones. It fucks with our pictures. It's listening to us when we're fucking talking. Like I'm talking about. We're on. We asked for the future. Here it is. Here it fucking is. And now motherfuckers is about to lose their job because of machine learning and all this different stuff so like it, it yeah so as a, as a creative artist burner was like nah it's still organic it's still dope and 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 you know as and especially my graffiti heads that was really like going to my graffiti heads it was just reminding people this shit ain't easy this shit ain't easy all right so the next track is it ice or is it ice it's both. So ICE. So ICE stands for intelligent countermeasure uh uh exploitive. So it's uh it's a it's a hacker term. It's a hacker term. So and it's in it's when you're hacking into it's it's funny because you're kind of using AI to do it, but if you want to hack into somebody into a program, so you're not necessarily using a virus, but you're slicing through somebody's shit. And you're in a lot of times you have to slice through their ice. Their ice is basically their barriers. And so, and everybody has one. And so that song is about slicing through barriers. And it's, I'm basically hacking you to give you information. Mm. Mm. Cause you, you bring up the multiverse, which is like the topic du jour in the last like 10 years. Right. And a lot of it is, and I, and I bring that. So in that song in particular, I bring it up because I feel like that, 
imagine if we keep talking about the multiverse, but we also talk about the world being a simulation. So if the world is a simulation, there is a way to hack it. And I think that there are people out there that are finding ways to do that if it is a simulation. And it's not necessarily that they're, it's, a, it's, it's simulated. It's more of that they're finding, they're seeing the code in life and they're, they're playing to it just, just, just instinctively. And I find myself doing that sometimes. It's almost like, it, you know what it is? It's like when you know you're falling asleep and you start to feel it. And the minute you think about it, you wake up. It's that. It's that feeling. And you're on the edge. And so, like, I feel like I'm always, I feel like I'm always on the edge right there of doing it. That's what that song's mostly about. Just like, you know what? I'm on the edge of doing that. You're on the edge of doing that. Here's the way to do it, I think. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> There's a line that I really like, um, and I want you to explain it. Cyberpunk without the bugs exposing the industry. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you laugh, I laugh, man. <laughs> Am I getting too deep? Is that it, man? Not your question. No, it makes me. It makes me. No, and uh, my eyes tear up a little bit because it's like it makes me laugh. It's like because you, you, whenever, whenever somebody takes lines out of what I'm saying, it makes me feel really good because that means they matter. Um, <laughs> they do, bro. This is a dope yeah, fucking good. album, dude. We're, at the end, I'm gonna do like a dissertation at the end, bro, to 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 fucking, you know, knock some sense into you because you know this this hating <laughs> on yourself is it, it it's crazy. Like this album's so dope. And oh, heard man. eleven tracks out of out of the fifteen. I still haven't oh, heard man. like three of them. Yeah, wait till you hear the songs with Saphir. Oh, and I just don't want to put a shout out to um Artifacts. And uh, the homie Tame One, R.I.P. Yeah, you know, rest in power. Um, I think I, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure I have the last verse ever from him. And uh, I've been, I had been sitting on that verse for a little bit. And I told him I'd hit him up three months before he. Be, no, 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 no. I'm sorry, no, six months to a year, I think, before the before he. I even knew he was gone, or before he passed, before it was like, you know, public. And uh, told him I was going to do it. And he was like, hell yeah, hell yeah, do that shit. And I was like, all right. And so that song with him is kind of like, after he passed away, I was like, fuck. Okay. This, it's, so it's, a, it's paying homage to him. And, 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 the, and the shit he had to deal with as an as a artist. And, and then there's a song with Cool Keith, which is just, you know, classic Cool Keith shit. And then uh, there's that single like we were talking about earlier. Uh, so yeah, those songs, those songs will be on the next one. So explain the line, cyberpunk, so, right. the bugs exposing the industry. All right, if anybody's a gamer out there, um, so cyberpunk 2077. If anybody has ever, if anyone is born before in the 1970s to 80s, they will know that that used to be a that used to be a tabletop role playing game created by a black. By, by a black artist um and i i used to play that game back in the day and i loved that game that game was fucking incredible so when they said that they were making a video game i was like oh my god and then so the game came out i got it the game was dope but it was fucked it was fucked up you could tell that they rushed it you could tell they had bugs you could tell it had the potential to be something so beautiful but they just they rushed it 
and just didn't take the time to really make sure it was right. And to, and like honestly, I like I was I remember being a little disappointed. Like it, I got so disappointed, I stopped playing it. I stopped playing it. And then just recently, I want to say in the last couple of like like last year, they fixed it. So I've been just playing it again recently. They fixed everything. It is the game it was supposed to be. It is a beautiful, incredible game with incredible rich stories. So I and so the but the industry, the hip hop industry is very much so like that, where they'll just push shit out. They'll push stuff out just to get the money real quick, just to get the money, just to get the hype, just to get the buzz. And it's all, but 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 when you but then when you go and you listen to it, it's flawed. It's all fucked up. You wasted your time, your effort, your money and shit because it ends up happening is these people are sometimes unhinged and they up fuck end up fucking doing drugs and slapping people around and going to fucking like I don't understand these artists who end up like my man. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm only gonna say this, but like I've seen this too many times. But cats like Jonathan Majors and shit like these cats be given up. Op- they're given opportunities to do some really dope shit. And then they get caught up in some crazy shit. And I don't know. Look, don't act like you didn't know the person you're with was on one. If you knew you they were on one, get the fuck away from them. You look at your career. Look at where your life is. Look at the way the world is now. One false move, your shit's fucked up and everybody's judging you. You know what I mean? It's rigged. The game's rigged. It's bugged. It's fucked up. So I'm exposing this shit. That's why I said that shit. So that's why I said cyberpunk without the bugs. Expose the industry because I am. I'm cyberpunk without the bugs. I'm supposed. I'm exposed. I, I. I'm refined. I'm. I'm. I'm refined over time. I'm from the future, sent back to the past, into myself to go fix what's going on now. Mm-hmm. I got you, man. And if I could just keep recycling that, I could, could. you imagine if you could just keep recycling yourself back to yourself? That would be, actually be a good idea for a comic book form or a movie, like a person who keeps. Sending themselves back to the past with the same inform with more information, just over and over again, and just looping. Isn't that like sort of like digital reincarnation? Almost, but then like you, but it, but uh, remember, remember days of future past when Wolverine sent his his consciousness back to his, his past self. So basically, you would be doing that, but just permanently, right? And then you just live your life again, and then do it again, and then just you would just loop, and then eventually you have crazy ass knowledge. That's that's dope. So the next track, I can believe with the repeat with the repeating uh, phrase, I can't relate. Oh, it's funny. I didn't expect this song to be named "I Can Believe." So I can't tell you where that name comes from because they named it that. I called it number one or middle digit. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> read between uh, lines <laughs> yeah right um, but the song I can't so I can't relate it's basically um, I'm, I'm just being very blunt and upfront about certain things that I, I just can't fuck with I can't fuck with it I can't relate you know wake up and not no, you know, it, you know, just we just wake up and not see the world around me. Constant howling, howling humans looking for blood. Like people are always trying to. I don't know what it is with people nowadays, man. They're just always trying to find a way to just be fucked up to each other, or just or they're so mad about something else they want to be mad at you or the world around them. Like every day, I see it every day. I go to work and I deal with three to four hundred people a day, and every single day, 
there's always the same four or five people who are just mad about everything. And I'm just like, and eventually you start digging yourself. They're not mad at me. They're not mad at me. They're mad at whatever's going on in their lives. And I ain't got nothing to do with that. So I can't take that personal, you know, but I cannot relate with walking in every day, trying to spread that negativity with every, to everybody else. If I'm dealing with some shit, I'm going to deal with my shit. I'm not spreading that to everybody else. You know, um, I can't relate with watching governments fucking do stupid shit, killing kids, doing crazy. And I remember I said, and that, remember, if you think about it, I wrote that before the Israel shit was going on. Right. Right. Like a year before the Israel shit was going on. Two years, if not more. Like, you know what I mean? So like, I already knew, like, this, this, it's been going on for a while. So like, I'm, this ain't new shit. I just can't relate with acting like it's cool, like killing motherfuckers over there. But then if it happens here, acting like it's a big deal. Like, right. nah, it, kids, kids are kids are kids. People are people are people. We shouldn't be fucking each other up. So yeah, man, it's just, a, it really just comes down to just saying straight up. I'm just talking straight up about the shit I can't relate. And then I just called out a couple, I called out a couple of like real life situations of things that I deal with or things that I'm, I've talked to people about or I've experienced. And I'm just like straight up. And those people will know who they are when they hear that song because they'll take it personal. Talk about uh, Abyss Infinite being on this track because she's she's dope. Yeah, she's really dope. She crushed it. Um, how did you how did you hook up with that? How did you get her on? I just asked her because she's been the last song album she put out was uh, Behind the Beef Curtains. Which <laughs> is a really good album. If you haven't checked that album out, it's really dope. It's it's online. Behind the Beef Curtains. It's or curtain. It's it regardless. You you type that in, it's there. Um I was writing this song and we were having a conversation about uh I think oh we were talking about um the whole Palestine thing and it, it was kind of like really early in on it where they were like oh it's anti-Semitic to talk about Palestine and I and she's she's Jewish. So I asked her, I said, why is it anti-Semitic to talk about Palestine? I just don't understand. And she's like, it's not anti-Semitic to talk about Palestine. It's just stupid. These people don't even know what the fuck. She just, then she went off and just told me. She goes, and then the way she was talking, she was basically just saying, I can't even fucking. She goes, I just. She basically was like, I can't relate with these motherfuckers talking about da 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 da. Mm. How can you talk about it if they don't know this? How can they talk about this if they don't? And I was like, you got to get on the song I'm writing. You got to get on the song I'm writing. And she was like, okay. And I told her the concept, and she was like, oh yeah, my favorite line. <laughs> Oh my God. When I heard it after she recorded it, I stopped. I remember I paused the song and rewound it to listen back. She said, uh, she goes, with your monosyllable hate chants, if you're white and you love it, stop getting your spray tans. I was like, because in, in my mind, I went, you are absolutely right. <laughs> right. They don't want to be like us, but they don't, but, but they want to be, like be like us. <laughs> I was like, you are, I never thought about that. I, I, I told her, I said, that, sh I'm so mad at you because I should have already said that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, that line is so clever. It's ridiculous. I was like, wow. But it's so, because it's so true. It's so true. If you're white and you love it, stop getting your spray tans. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. <laughs> okay. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Well, what are you gonna do? I mean, they throw these these labels out there like anti-Semitic, but a lot of the times they don't even know what that means. Do they even know I'm, what a Semite is? They don't realize that Semites keep... are just Jewish people. <laughs> Bro, they keep on throwing it. I'm tripping on that shit. Like, I, like the questions they be asking people, and but then it, but uh, but to be honest with you, the people who are doing the right thing are not answering the questions any better. Like when they're asking people shit, and the only answer is, I completely do not agree with that type of language. But that's not the question they're asking you when you're when you're ignoring questions and and just repeating stupid ass statements and not really having anything, not bringing any value to the conversation. Like, okay, you know what? You're not doing yourself any good. Like, you may be doing the right thing, but the way you're responding about it sounds like shit. Sounds like shit. Like if if somebody said if if and and, and this and, th- and just to put it in really blunt terms, okay, it's like this. It's like if somebody told you you're a fucking pedophile, and you're like, no, I'm not. But then you're looking at child porn on your phone. You're not really doing yourself any good, okay? You're not doing yourself any fucking good. So don't go out there and start talking about. Well, if someone's at your college and they say that, you know, killing all Israel, you know, killing Israel, um, Israelites is it should should be OK. How do you think that they shouldn't be given uh, um, admission into your college? And you go, well, I, I I'm appalled by that type of language. We're all appalled by that language. That's not what they asked you, dumb fuck. And that's what, like, you know, honestly, if you listen to my album. This is my album. I talk a lot of shit about that stuff too. It's just like you know what? If, if we had politicians that were, were MCs, <laughs> oh my god, shit would get done. Shit would get done. Could you imagine Method Man on the? Oh my god, as a speaker of the house. Oh god, damn it. <laughs> Everybody starts getting mad. He's like, hold up, hold up. I think everybody needs to go reach up under their seat and pull out the blunt and relax a little bit. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Chill the fuck out. Chill the fuck out. We'll reconvene (laughs) in like 25, 35 minutes after that shit's kicked in. (laughs) So the next track, I'm Still Here with the really dope Voltron sample. What's the concept behind that? Uh, um, Logan. The movie Logan was a, was the inspiration for that. I feel like, and that goes back to my whole Wolverine Spider-Man connection, is that Logan has lived the most torturous life, I think, of any, one of the most torturous lives of any Marvel character ever. Because everybody he cares about dies or gets killed or something fucks up. And especially the old man Logan story is really fucked up. If you read the comic book, it's really worse than the fucking movie. The movie was really good, by the way. But the comic book is brutal. Fucking brutal. And then you you feel even worse. Like, honestly, they should have did that in the movie. But you feel really bad for him. But the thing is, is that he's still there. After everything happens, when shit goes down, that man can regenerate from nothing. If his bones are still there, he can regenerate. He wants to die, but he can't. He can't. He wants to, st- so that's what it's like as a, as a hip hop artist. That's what it's like for me. I want to stop. You want, listen to me, listen to me. I want to stop doing music. I want to stop. Can't. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't. I keep regenerating right back to it for some fucking reason. I want to stop doing music. That's why I like, I think I like doing music for movies and, t- and video games and TV because that still lets me do it, but then I don't have to rap. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's what it is. I'm still here. And it's just talking. 
And honestly, I'm subliminally talking to all the homies out there I used to rap with who don't rap anymore. I'm just telling them, man, I'm still here. I'm still doing the shit we used to do. I know you're not doing it anymore, but I'm still here. And if you want to come back and do some shit, let's do it. Let's do it. What's up? Shit chaos. So there's an old, um, there's an old Buddhist saying. I'm not Buddhist in any way, but when I was learning Tai Chi, uh, they used to talk to us a lot of Taoism and a lot of Buddhism. Uh, chaos means good news. And that means, because that means change is coming. Because you can't have change without chaos. You know, there's always three parts to change. There's, there's storming, forming, and norming. Storming time is when things are crazy and chaotic. Forming is when everything starts to coalesce. Norming is when it normalizes. Obviously, it becomes the norm. Um, and that's pretty much what we do. We shit chaos. If we were bacteria, if we, we are, we are technically, we're parasites. Yeah. We're parasites. You know, we're parasites on a living, on a living organism, <laughs> AKA the planet. So we shit chaos, but that chaos is good to a certain extent because even it's it, that chaos does come back on us and it makes us, it forces us to change sometimes. And sometimes and every once in a while you get a chance to see it and it helps you make a change faster. <laughs> for the better for yourself so yeah that's what that song shit chaos i love that song bro but this song the last song i'm gonna talk about which you and i both know it's gonna be the last track it better yeah. be let me be mad yeah, no we already talked about it yeah we talked about this shit the thing talk about the thing the thing is about that thing that nobody likes to talk about, that uncomfortable race thing. The thing, man. Nobody likes to talk about race. Everybody wants to ignore it. Everybody wants to act like it's cool. I was talking to a friend of mine at work, this little Asian chick. She's hella cool. She's Asian. She's, she's Filipino. She's lesbian. You know what I mean? Got the short haircut and all the shit. She's cool as fuck. She is cool as fuck, funny as fuck. And we were, and she said something one day to one of these, one of the black people that works at work. She goes, Oh, she goes, Well, the bus is gone. She's already, the bus has gone by. The bus has gone by. And I turned to her and I said, Don't say shit like that to black people. Just don't, don't make jokes like that. And she goes, What? She went home and she told her, uh, her girlfriend, she said that her girlfriend was like, Don't, you better watch how you be saying shit to people. Like she didn't realize any of those things, right? And, and and I was asking her, and I said, let me ask you something. I said, how many black, and we joke like this, so I had to ask her, I said, how many black people have you had at your house ever? Think about it. She thought about it. And she's like, I have never had a black person at my house. I was like, right? I said, that's crazy. How many Asian people do you think I've had in my house? She goes, how many? I said, at least six. <laughs> you know how many, you know how many Hispanics? She goes, no, at least four. You know, you know what I mean? I was like, I said, people, have, I said, I tend to see most people not have people, they'll say they have a black friend, but they've never been to their house. Or they they try to say, they try to make everything cool. I've had white people who are cool with me look at me and say, Q, I just want to let you know, I respect you so much, I don't see color when I see you. That's that thing. That's that thing. They don't want to, they don't want to, they don't want to see it. They don't want to see it. They don't want to deal with it. They don't want to, they, they want to be like, ah, I just, I just want to, I just, but that's my identity and that's people's identity. And like, until we start really looking at it and stop ignoring it, it's going to be a problem. 
Because if I can't just walk down the street without being harassed, if I can't walk, if if I can, I love I I every time I walk into a, into uh, Whole Foods, I, and I don't do this very often. It's very very rare that I ever go into Whole Foods unless I get drug in there. But when I do have to go in there, you know what I do? I play a game with myself. Am I the only one? <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get and, it. And, and, and no you, lie. 99.99999% of the time I am the only one. Right. And it's and, and and if I'm not, you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? That black person in there won't even make eye contact with me. Don't like look to put their head down. They'll be super nice to everybody else. But as soon as they see me, they'll you'll see them, oh, I can't make eye contact with someone of my own race. I've I see it all the time and it's weird. So like it's the thing, man. Like my grandmother once told me this, and I'll leave it with this. My grandmother told me this, and it's 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 a and I am I am fortunate enough to not be this way and to help teach other people to not be this way. But she said that you know in America, in America, black people can tend to be more racist than white people because we have been taught to hate each other and ourselves. 100%. And I was just. And I was like, God damn, man. And, and that, that made me mad at first. And then I was like, no. Ah. But I see it. I see it every day. I see it every day. I see it every day when, like, we go out of our way to not say what's up to each other. I, I remember a time where a dude walked up to me and he said to me, he knuckle bumped me and he goes, hey, I had to say what's up to another brother because there's not too many of us out here and it would do us a disservice if I just ignored you. He literally said that to me. I don't know this dude. But he came up to me out of nowhere and said that to me. And little situations like that remind you that we need to acknowledge each other, not just as a race, but as human beings. A lot of times we don't do that. So, you know, so the thing and that thing, we need to just be human, be human. Right. So to me, and we had this conversation yesterday, actually. The thing is what sums up to me the whole album, right? told you yeah. that it gave me like the feels now i've been listening to you since destroy the robots in the late 90s when you were with the sick medics and i've listened to your material ever since then and it's understandable i told you this yesterday that you still want to keep that foot in the 90s golden age era while still keeping that other foot out trying to go towards the future but you're still kind of stuck in that middle but with this album, you didn't do that. The song, the thing, when you end it, to me, it highlights the 90s a little bit. But to me, it's like you closing the door on that 90s vibe that'll never, ever, ever come back. It's gone. People right. want to bring it back. And there's no disrespect to other artists that want to be like boot camp click like or hieroglyphics like or living legends like because they love that style they want to bring that back you know what i mean but that time will never come back it's done we've we lived it it, it was great memories but that time is done now it's time to move forward unfortunately hip-hop nowadays isn't all that great particularly the stuff that's mainstream but with this album i feel like this opens up a new door for us to walk through to start going towards the future right so the album 
the title's perfect, amazing. It is from the eleven tracks that I heard, plus the other tracks that I'm gonna listen to. So, when does this drop? Um, what else are they gonna release other than, let's say, it being digital? They're gonna do cassettes, CDs, vinyl, shirts, condoms. Like, what what's going on? <laughs> um, I'm working on some skateboards, some shirts. Um, I'm but when to, does I'm, it release? We need to know um, the release date. It is if going to be one. releasing. It's releasing in two weeks. It'll be dropping fully in two weeks. Uh, we were just waiting for the album artwork to be completed. Um, it's funny because I, I put some shit together real quick. It came out really tight. Matter of fact, um, hold on, let me show you something. Let me show you this real quick. Uh, this was some of this was some of the artwork. That's dope, man. That's might be the cover. Yeah, that that's gonna be the cover I'm building. That's the cover I'm making. That's fucking dope, man. Is that ve vector? No, I painted that. That's hand painted. What do you mean hand painted? You painted it like on a canvas? On this. Oh, you painted on that. Okay, so you use yeah. that digitally. Yeah. You digitally painted it. Yeah, digital paint. It's dope, bro. So that's gonna be uh that's that's the artwork I'm working on right now. So it's probably gonna be that with Keen Icon Amazing. That's you know, so, oh, bro. You know, uh it's funny. So it's a it's a couple of weeks, it's coming out. Um it's gonna be on it's gonna be digital for sure. Because I mean, you know, we we're in the future now. So um we are talking, I'm not gonna name any names right now, because I don't I don't I, I'm pretty I've learned to not throw that energy out there quite yet until it's done so i'm gonna say right now we are working we're trying to send, close a deal to get the four songs that i sent you with the features and the one with the single um on wax right now and so and then if that works out just right maybe get the whole album on wax as well um but there'll be shirts um i'll be doing some special edition cds and shit um, I'm working on getting my boy who did who is the uh, artist for the Seattle Seahawks. He did the these crazy limited edition posters, foil chrome posters. He's working on some foil chrome posters for me, and uh, yeah, I'm working on some some pretty dope shit for this. And then I'm already working on the next album. I'm already I've already I've actually already recorded um, the first song or one of the first songs for that new album with them. Uh, check this out though. I'll spit this for you right now. This is something I just wrote for the new one. This is just something new. I said, um, break out the bird feed, pigeons ground for crumbs, hitchhike popularities, opposable thumbs, meetings equate zero sum, zeros and ones in the future decipher ciphers, mm, water crackers and soup, water flavor saver, lyrics saved, archaic typewriters, tall tales, hip hop culture, crime fighters, deciduous trees pressed in, hidden messageables, Excuse me, hidden messages, word visible, held close to lighters, tried so hard to show skill in the word form. Best moments come from when my heart's torn, forlorn, forlorn for the fuck of it, crushing stone between my finger. Watch time linger. I'm a flying gray sun. High fly wire artist. Listen, when it's dope, they do a chef's kiss. Mwah. Break out the phones for insta gratification. Sign signals laced in between a rock and a hard beat. Hard to delete. 
overwrite synapses, collapse the idea, perhaps the vocals pattern still entrap, elevated entropy, the government sent sentinels to forever end me, blend his musical alchemy, sarcastic part of me, I'm claustrophobic, my soul sits in a place where timelines converge, see dope sneakers, it's time to splurge, lose hold of reality on the verge, trying to make connections, it's time to merge. Damn. <laughs> That's some new shit. That's some dope, new shit. man. Do you know what the name of it yet, or you just? I don't. I don't. I don't even have a name for that. That's okay. just. Uh, okay. I that's got just, you. Uh, that's 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 um. Honestly, there's this uh. There's a new kung fu style I'm thinking about trying to learn. Um, Pac Man, and uh, the way the lyrics come out when to the beat that I was writing this to, it comes out like the way Pac Man is. So, uh, I might name the song Pac Man, or or uh the five or the five ways. That's dope. That's dope. So, so okay, so you you're writing for this new album. Mm. You have you still don't call me no more. When it when it, when do you think that's gonna drop? And is that a junkadelic thing or is that just you doing it on your own? Um, you still don't call me was produced by Clint Parti um, from Sigmetics uh, from the Sigmetics crew Substance. Um, so that album, I. The the all the I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think are all the songs done? I think all the song yeah all the songs are done for you still don't call me. I just need to get them mastered. So I think that might be give it a month, give it about a thirty days, about a month, month and a half. I should have that album ready ready to go and done in and out. Because then I'll give that to Junkadelic and Junkadelic will put it out. Because they'll also do my distribution as well. No matter that's the again the, one of the beautiful things they told me is that you know. Whatever I fucking do, because they believe in it, they'll let me, they'll, they'll put it out. They'll put it out. I might even be able to give it to them to master. I don't know. I just don't want to give them too much shit, like too fast, because I get like, I know me, I'll get excited to be like, oh, really? Here you go. Oh. All right, I, I got you. It. You know, I got to, got to get a dollop here and a dollop there. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to overload them. I'm freaking out. All right. All right, brother. Well, listen, man, this was great. Um, thank you for taking the time. And like I said, the album is, is awesome, dude. Um, I have no room on my phone, so I am going to have to delete shit to put this album on my phone because I'm at work and I have songs playing in my head. I'm craving it, dude. <laughs> I can't get dude, to the point where I'm craving like me, it now. You want me to send you the MP3 versions of it? No, I can convert these to MP3s. It's just that oh, I have okay. room on my phone. Oh, oh so shit. I'm gonna have to delete songs that I have on there because I I need this on my phone. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, you thank you. Well, thank you. I, I I feel sorry for the songs that are getting deleted, but oh, hey, no, it's good. You it's know, right. shit happens though. Shit happens. <laughs> you know, brother. shit happens. You know, shit what happens. Mean? I'll make sure that Dark Shinobi doesn't get deleted. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was, I was you're just gonna be on Spotify, yes? You... Yeah, Spotify. Okay. I'll be on everything, man. Apple Music, Spotify, Deezer, fucking uh, all. I don't know. There's so many music platforms now. I don't even know anymore. But I, I know that Junkadelic is really good about getting me on everything. Like I'll be, I'll type in my shit and be like, oh, I didn't know what. What the fuck is this? I didn't even know this existed. Apple Music, um, uh, um Amazon Music. I'm on there and shit. I'm like, I'm on everything. So that's the beauty, man. I love it. I love it. They they give me the love and the ability to do. Be honestly, I I just want man, just 
can somebody just give me a okay put me on a movie or something some music or some shit or yeah that would be dope man god damn that'd be nice please that i would be fucking awesome i'm easy to work with i just get excited about right doing stuff i'll produce right i mean it sucks there's a lot of talent out there it doesn't get tapped into you know what i mean yeah but man i know hella people yeah all right my man love you brother have a great love night you too, man. okay all right bro all right brother peace peace